So Money episode 1252, discussing the expanded child tax credit with expert Roxy Keynes from the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. You're listening to So Money with award-winning money guru, Farnoosh Torabi. Each day, get a 30-minute dose of financial inspiration from the world's top business minds, authors, influencers, and from Farnoosh herself. Looking for ways to save on gas or double your double coupons? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. Seeking profound ways to live a richer, happier life? Welcome to So Money. This is really significant, as you mentioned, with the pandemic, a lot of families have seen changes to their income, and some families have lost jobs and weren't able to fully recover. So families will be able to benefit from the child tax credit still. Welcome to So Money, everybody. I'm your host, Farnoosh Tarabi. Right now, over 65.5 million children nationwide are eligible for the child tax credit, and monthly checks have already started to go out to eligible families, but many are still unaware that they qualify. Welcome to So Money, everybody. I'm your host, Farnoosh Tarabi. As we are still in the midst of a pandemic and many families are struggling to put food on the table to get back to work, to afford childcare for their children, the newly expanded child tax credit may be able to help many families offset these high costs of raising kids. And today our guest, Roxy Keynes from the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities will share more about this expansion and how families can qualify, how we can benefit from the credit and how to sign up if you think you're eligible but have yet to sign up or receive them. Under the American Rescue Plan, almost every family now can get money from the child tax credit. And this includes, very importantly, families that have yet to file a tax return and those without recent income. Anyone who has a child with a social security number is eligible, even if they themselves don't have a social security number. Our guest, Roxy Keynes, is the Earned Income Credit Campaign Director at the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. There, she provides technical assistance, leads trainings, and develops outreach materials to help organizations all over the country as they conduct local outreach campaigns that promote the Earned Income Tax Credit, the Child Tax Credit, and many other free tax filing assistance programs. Two of these child tax credit payments have already gone out, and another is set to arrive on September 15th. The rest are going to be coming out direct deposit on October 15th, November 15th, and December 15th. Important information in this podcast, if you are interested in this, know a family who would benefit. So stick with us. Here is Roxy Keynes. Roxy Keynes, welcome to So Money. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am really looking forward to this conversation. You know, up until now, I haven't really addressed this expanded child tax credit to the extent where we're going to really talk about what is it, who can qualify, how those of us families and caregivers who may not be receiving it can still, perhaps, if we are eligible. And also just a bigger conversation with you as the director of the Get It Back campaign for the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. What you think and what your colleagues think 
of what this country really needs at a federal and state level in terms of supporting families. And we talk about that on the show a lot is that, you know, universal child care one is would be great. Um, you know, while we have many advancements in this country when it comes to supporting families, I think that there's a lot that's lagging and economically speaking. And, and so looking forward to hearing some of your thoughts and um, ideas around that. But first, let's just, you know, for listeners who might be arriving to this podcast, they've, they've seen headlines about the expanded child tax credit, even if they're not parents, but maybe they have uh, children in their lives. What is this expansion of the tax credit? Um, we know that for many years, families who qualified could get some sort of tax credit when they filed their taxes. But with the pandemic, uh, we, we know that President Biden on March 11th, he signed the American Rescue Plan. And with that came an expansion in the child tax credit. So tell us what this is and what it will mean for families that qualify. Yes. What the expanded child tax credit means is that more families will qualify for more money. The child tax credit is not new. It was first enacted in 1997. And there's been some changes to the tax credit over the years. And what has happened this year as a result of the American Rescue Plan represents the largest expansion. So for the child tax credit in 2021, first, nearly all families will be eligible to receive some money from the child tax credit. And this includes families that don't normally normally file taxes and families that mm -hmm. don't have recent income. And so this is really significant, as you mentioned, with the pandemic, a lot of families have seen changes to their income and some families have lost jobs and weren't able to fully recover. So families will be able to benefit from the child tax credit still. This expansion mm -hmm. also increases the value of the credit. So previously, the credit was worth a maximum of $2,000 and 1,400 of that 2,000 was considered refundable, meaning someone could actually get that money back. Now the child tax credit is worth a maximum of $3,000 and that is for children between the ages of six and 17. And then families mm -hmm. that have a child under six can get a little bit more money. They can get a credit worth $3,600. And these credit amounts are per child, and there's not a maximum number of children that can be claimed. So already we can see how this can benefit a lot of families. Important to note is, as you mentioned, this can also benefit people that have children in their lives that aren't necessarily parents. So the child tax credit has always been available to different types of families. This includes someone that is raising their grandchild or they have a stepchild. They may be raising their sibling or a step-sibling. Also, if someone is a foster parent or an adoptive parent, then they can also mm -hmm. claim this child tax credit. 
Yes. And just some other bullets related to this. People who qualify, your child has to have a social security number. That's that's important. Even if the parent themselves don't have a social security number, but the child needs to have a social security number. That's what I understand about it. Is that correct? Is that also what you understand? Yes, that's correct. Um, and it's going to be paid in installments, which is also a sort of a newish development. When you know, we think of credit, we think of a lump sum credit. Do you like that it's being paid in installments? You think that's helpful to families to be able to budget more? So the advance payments of the child tax credit with the option for it to be paid in installments and still receive a lump sum at tax time is a very new development. And so we are starting to see some of the benefits of that. The advance payments can help support people with budgeting. It can also help support needs in the moment, not having to wait several months if you have an issue with your car that needs to be addressed, but you don't have the money to take care of it right then. So we've seen that since the first round of payments in July were issued, many families are using it to address those immediate needs. Families reported Mm. uh, about 25% of families reported a decrease in food insufficiency. So they're using money for food. I mean, you you can't wait <laughs> to, to be able to feed yourself and feed your family uh, adequately. Additionally, families are spending money on household expenses. Right now, we're in that back to school time. So getting ready for school right. with clothing and school supplies, and also paying bills, paying for utilities, And some families are also reporting that they're using the money to pay off debt or for savings. So there's definitely benefits to the monthly installments of the credit. And one of the great things about the design of this expansion is that you receive half of the credit in advance in 2021. And then the other half Mm -hmm. you will get at tax time when you file a tax return in 2022. And because the credit has been increased, it is worth more than previously, families will still get a significant refund at tax time. Yeah, it's an incentive to file your taxes earlier as soon as possible, I suppose. In terms of who is eligible, we we talked earlier about how this this impacts uh, most families, but specifically it's um, joint filers making up to $150,000, single head of households making up to $112,500, and then other single filers making up to $75,000 qualify for the full um, advanced monthly payment, these installments of the child tax credit. Um, still, people are not maybe receiving this. They are unaware or uh, they may not have uh, been um, properly um informed of this. So what is the advice? What is the recommendation for those families and parents that are haven't gotten their 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 credit but but should? Yes, if families haven't gotten their credit and they believe that they're eligible based on what we've talked about, they know that they have a child who is eligible and 
for a child, in addition to having a social security number, the child must be 17 years old or younger by the end of the year. So if someone mm-hmm. knows that they have a qualifying child, then they can go to getctc.org to learn more about how to get their credit. That website includes a link to a place that has a what would be considered a simplified tax return. And you have to submit your information to the IRS in order to get the credit. So you can either use this simplified tool to send your information to the IRS, or some people, maybe they shouldn't use that tool because they may be eligible for other tax credits as well. So in that case, someone would want to file a full tax return so that they can get all of the money that they're eligible for. So that, that's the way that someone would get the credit. And I know that the IRS, although <clears throat> not my favorite website to visit, but the IRS website does have a portal for updates on the child tax credit. So if you're looking to find out when your next one will be uh, more or less delivered, and a lot of people are getting these automatically deposited into their bank accounts, which makes it a lot easier for families. I was reading too, Roxy, that uh, with anything that is involving a tax credit, there are scams, right? There are possible uh, people out there, fraudsters posing as the IRS, posing as not-for-profits, um, asking for people's information with regard to getting this credit. What's uh, the advice around that and what to look out for? Have you come across any of this in your work? Yes, absolutely. Scams pop up a lot in my work when we're talking about money. People can get very creative and trying to yeah. get their hands on money, even if it's not really meant for them. So the thing that is important to know related to the child tax credit is that, number one, the IRS is not going to reach out directly to you. The IRS will not send you an email, will not call you, will not send you a message through social media. If the IRS needs to contact you directly about something, they do that through written correspondence. And there's only the ways that I've shared to get your credit that you must submit Mm -hmm. your information to the IRS. So if you see something that is directing you to another place to send your information, if someone is promising that they can get you a larger child tax credit or get you your child tax credit sooner, then be skeptical. I would pause on that and again, go to the trusted places for information the IRS website Mm. and the getctc.org website. So what do we think of this of this expansion? And and do we think that it's sufficient, you know, in the grand scheme of where we are in the world? um, It's as we discussed, it's very difficult for families right now for many reasons. It it was it was before the pandemic. The pandemic made finances even more difficult managing the monthly budget. Childcare is a huge expense, sometimes uh, more than rent for some families. It's nice to have some credit. 
and and some acknowledgement really from um, our lawmakers that this is important. We need to prioritize this. But from where you stand and given the work that you do at the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, is this sufficient? And what else would you like to see happen in this realm? The child tax credit expansion is a significant step and there is certainly space to do more. So this child tax credit expansion, just this one year expansion, it is temporary right now, and it is projected to reduce child poverty by more than 40%. And even larger reductions will be seen for families that include uh, children who are Black, Native American, and Latino. And so that in itself is very significant. Because this is a temporary expansion, it's not enough. It's not sufficient. And so there is legislation that is being worked on to extend the benefit longer. The child tax credit alone is, it's one aspect. It's one aspect Mm -hmm. of what we would like to see and the opportunities to help make sure that there's more income available to people so that people can build wealth. A lot of times in looking at closing the wealth gap, uh, the child tax credit is shared as an opportunity and it represents a building block because it does provide more money for families to spend as they need. And this can help reduce poverty, as I mentioned. But this alone and other similar tax credits alone can't actually close the wealth gap. There's other things that will need to be addressed as well. So you just mentioned the very high costs of childcare. And in right. thinking about closing the wealth gap, it is really important to look at how to narrow gaps and access to necessities like childcare or food or housing and education. All of these things play a role as well. And when we look at the tax system, so the child tax credit looks at how to provide more income for people uh, with lower incomes. And we also want to look at the incomes of higher earners and look at the incomes of people who are wealthy. So many wealthy families are able to continue to grow wealth because they have their money passed down generation to generation without it being taxed. So there must be Mm -hmm. policies in place that require people with these higher incomes to pay their fair share of taxes. And if this doesn't happen as well, then the wealth gap will persist. So that's another important aspect of uh, looking at the whole picture. Are you and your colleagues hopeful that we are finally in a place where we're prioritizing the needs, the economic needs of families Really, you know, the pandemic, for as devastating as it was and continues to be, there were some silver linings in that it was an abrupt awakening to what our bare bone necessities are and 
and how we should really pay attention to those things like healthcare and the uh, impact of not having childcare, our school systems, right? At the end of the day, I feel like if our school systems are broken, nothing can work, right? Nobody can actually go to work, (laughs) let alone children aren't learning and socializing, which is detrimental to to their lives. And so are you and your colleagues optimistic that we are finally in a place where the wheels are really greased and turning? Yes, we are optimistic that we are in a space to see real change that can be lasting and make a difference in that long-term way that we're looking for and that we know is so important. And so this is a very important time and opportunity, and there's a lot of work that's being done partially because there is this recognition of this being such a critical time and opportunity. Roxy, what drew you to this space of work? Um, I know you've been with the Institute for many years, and I'm just curious, you know, what inspires you to continue working in this in this field? Well, a big inspiration for me in doing the work that I do comes from my childhood and my upbringing. And I experienced that I was able to really enjoy being a child. I had my basic needs met plus more and did not have to think about making choices of what I'm going to eat. My family didn't have to think about making choices of which bill will be paid and which one won't. And I did not experience a lot of stress as a child, and I did not witness that among my parents either. And as I got older and I learned more that what I experienced was not everyone's reality, that really set set with me sat with me mm-hmm. and it really made me think about okay what can i do i know that the way that i grew up is not necessarily the standard but it is something that i would like for others to have a similar experience and even better and so knowing and recognizing that what I experience and what I thought was a common childhood is not, is what drew me to this work and part of what continues to motivate me to continue to work in this space. Yeah, it's such important work and we're so grateful that you're at the helm there uh, working on these important initiatives. Um, I, I think it's important that we keep our legislators accountable. We have parties like the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities evaluating, you know, policy and and adding their extra layers of thought and analysis. It's so important to sort of keep everybody in check. Let's remind everybody how they can get this credit. It's uh, as we close the the conversation. I just want to remind people of the website. If you can share that, and also the, any last thoughts on advice or thoughts on on this child tax credit and for families to make sure that they're getting what they deserve. Families can learn more about the child tax credit by visiting getctc.org 
Here you can review all of the eligibility requirements as well as get connected to how you can send your information to the IRS so that you can start receiving the advance payments. Some people decide that they don't want the advance payments, and if they don't get them, you can still get the full amount of the credit by filing a tax return in 2022. So it's really mm -hmm. important for people to know that even if you are getting the credit automatically already, you have to file a tax return next year to get the full benefit of the credit. And yes. Everyone can play a role in helping people get the credit. So again, even if you're getting it automatically, think about those in your life that have children and check in with them. Ask them, are they getting the child tax credit? And you can share with them where they can go because there are many organizations that are doing outreach to make sure that families that aren't getting the payments automatically can get them. And the efforts of organizations as well as the government and even media, that alone is not enough. So everyone can play a role in helping make sure that people get the credits that they are eligible mm -hmm. for. And when we do have more families that have this money available to support themselves, that means more families will thrive. And then when more families thrive, we have more communities thrive. And so we can thrive collectively as a society. Yes. A rising tide lifts all boats. Roxy Keynes, thank you so much for joining us and sharing this important information as the second installment of the credit is uh, is coming into many people's uh, bank accounts, hopefully uh, this month. And if you're not, please check out getctc.org. Thanks, Roxy. Thank you. Thanks to Roxy for joining us. Again, if you'd like to learn more about the credit and how to qualify and how to get it, please visit getctc.org. And of course, the IRS has all the information at irs.gov. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. I hope your day is so money. <laughs>